This week on the podcast, two boys talk about games and showcases. Showcases of the future. Because there is one. Series X. One X Series X. This week on the podcast. This fall. <laughs> We're talking about the Xbox showcase. Right? Yeah. Break it down. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, a podcast about video games, a podcast about non-video games, and mostly a podcast about casual discussion about, you guessed it, video games. My name is Dan Allen, and I am joined today by the good doctor, Nicholas Cartier. Hello. It's a beautiful Michigan Sunday night. It It was pretty nice today. August second. It like rained, but it yes, it did. It was rained off, a lot, but decent off, temperature, not off too and humid. On the raining. It's been hot. It's been hot the past couple weeks. August second, two thousand twenty. It's been so long since me and you, because of the odd recording schedule, uh, in this era. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm excited to talk to you about games. I've played three thousand games since we last talked. It's been like a month since we talked about games. Uh, it's pretty, pretty <laughs> crazy. Welcome to season five. Season finale was guess who? Guess spoilers! I guess oh no! Guess who's not get out? No, that's the sweet bait into season five. Guess who content coming? That's actually a better tease than we could have planned. <laughs> but no, uh, talking about Xbox today. Probably not talking about Ubisoft uh, ever again. But we are talking about. <laughs> it's not tea, but I'll sip it. Uh, <laughs> We do have, before we get into anything, talk about video games, talk about Xbox announcements, we have to, um, obviously, the fan service of the most popular segment in Great Lakes Gaming history, corrections, clarifications, and updates. Sports is back! Ha 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 ha! Alright, so much has happened, Fantasy Critic Cut here. I know. Uh, I hope the song is long. I, it's an hour. <laughs> I made sure. <laughs> it's an hour, he says. <laughs> oh, so FantasyCritic.com, if you don't know, now you know, it is Fantasy Video Game League, where we draft games at the beginning of the year, blah, blah, blah. How they're rated on, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. How they're rated on OpenCritic.com is the points we get. Five people are in this... Litmit Media, Great Lakes Gaming Podcast, Fantasy League, Kitten Mitten Meowdia. Is that what you want to say? No. <laughs> Feel free to go to fantasycritic.games and follow this league. But, uh, cut your the updates. Are you excited? Where should we start? You tell me who we start with. Alright, let's just go down the list. Let's go on the list. Bobby Race, Robert Race himself. 
Oh wait, no, he's not first. What am I talking about? <laughs> Skipping. Uh, Fapcom, run by D'Angelo Martin, friend of the podcast, is first. Uh, we do have updated scores and new pickups. When we last spoke, I think he had picked up Metroid Prime 4. Right? Yeah. Since then. Dirt 5, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. All have been picked up. Uh, Maneater sits at a 72, so he's got two points for that. We did see Fable officially revealed uh, at Xbox, and it was given a date that is not 2020, so he's been given a zero for Fable, which is a shot in the dark, so props for even hitting it. Yeah. We'll give him just, like, not a points, but, like, a hug. Once we can hug people again. I'll give him a nod. We'll give him a nod. <laughs> nod to you, Mr. Martin. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons recently came out. It's also sitting at 72. Weird. Not weird. But it's at, Yes, I would have thought it was higher, but weird they're both 72. And Neo 2, since we last talked, also came out. He's got a lot of scores since we last talked. Yeah. Neo 2's at an 85, adds 15 hardy points. Uh, I don't know what Final Fantasy VII Remake was at when we last talked to Cartier, but it's at an 88 now, putting him at 34 points altogether. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of games still going to come out. Uh, scariest thing on his list, I don't know. I mean... Metroid Prime 4, if it hits, probably. Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man, I don't know. Spider-Man. Came late picks, some of the best picks we've seen. Yeah. For sure. A little bit of the bubbly, Robert Race. He has picked up nothing, but we do have some updates for you. Cartier. Marvel Iron Man VR. Marvel's Iron Man VR did come out. Mm-hmm. Four points for Bobby Race. Uh, Racer X, a little bit of the bubbly. That gives him his first points of the season. Four points, he's at seven, or 74, gives him four points. He's at four overall, but there was other updates. He has Cyberpunk and Marvel's Avengers. We get a lot of Avengers news. Avengers set to come out soon. Flight leaks, Simulator. Leaks, rumors. Leaks and rumors. Bobby Race, not a lot of other things happening. He still has, I should mention this, D'Angelo Martin with one spot left to pick up a game. Robert Race has ten. All ten. Or nine. Hard to tell. What's math, Cartier? He, he hasn't picked up anything yet. Someone else... You thought this would be a quick recap, Cartier. Someone else with one spot left is you, Nicholas Cartier. That's me. Nick Tendo. Since we last spoke, we might as well go pretty recent, which is Animal Crossing on. COVID era on, right? Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing with a 90. Almost... I only think one thing has crossed 90, and it's like, like a 95 or something like that right yeah. now. We'll get to it. But 90 is... The top score of this year, it seems, for real. Besides that one outlier. 20 points for Cartier from that. Uh, Kakarot's been out, but since at 73. Horizon, we have a date for now. And it's not 2020. Yep. Kerbal Space Program, before that, we had gotten a date for. And it's not 2020. Gears Tactics came out since we last spoke, I think. Yeah. Do you know what it sits at? Um... An open critic right now? I think it was like... It was either 70-something or 80-something. 82. 12 points for Gears Tactics. And then surprisingly low, Cartier. Paper Mario, Origami King. I mean, to phrase it like that, but no, seriously. I would thought Origami King was an 85 locked in. Yeah. Higher. So far, it sits at 78. It's only been out... A couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah, yeah. So... Cartier, you currently sit at 41. Okay, let's get into the things that make us angry. 
team macro transaction. Roger Riet, friend of the podcast. Business insider. Business insider. Uh, oh yeah, I was say your newest come. I'm sorry, we didn't say your newest pickup because it was also, or it was Origami King, which is now got points. Yeah. Roger Riet. <laughs> a few things a few things are annoying probably that he has the the strongest first five picks before we know everything that's scored like I definitely botched my first pick as far as like worth uh, in order right now because they're all <clears throat> recent Last of Us Part 2 sits at 94 it's the highest rated game of anything we've drafted Ooh. 27 points from Last of Us Part 2 Doom Eternal was his second choice. It's at 19 points. It's 89 overall. Uh, Half-Life Alex, still sitting above a 90. It's 92. It's 25 points. Uh, Psychonauts 2 apparently is not coming out in 2020. Uh, Forza Motorsport, we now know, is not coming out in 2020. So that's two goose eggs for Mr. Riot. Uh, still the thorn in his side. The left alive of this year. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds feels like it's still dropping. Do you know what Predator Hunting Grounds is at on Open Grid? Is it uh, in the 30s? No, no, it's not as bad as Left Alive. Yeah, that was like a 32, wasn't it? It was something stupid. 57. Negative 13 points for Mr. Riot. He's sitting at 65 overall. He has recently picked up Crash 4, which I thought of about a week after I should have. I also won Crash 4. Yeah. And he picked up Star Wars Squadrons. 65 points overall. Mm-mm. Does he have any picks left? And he has two picks left. Uh. Dan Dynamco, that is me. Uh, Ori is now out. It's got a 90. That is 20 points for me. Ghost Tsushima is the most recent score. It came out in the last few weeks. It's at 85 right now. It's 15 points. Deadly Premonition 2, another recent one for me. It's at <laughs> Deadly Premonition 2, Blessing in Disguise. Whoa, so many problems. I wish that that like, was just like a frame rate and there's like a lot of shit going on with Deadly Premonition 2 that they're trying to fix. Props to them for trying to fix it, but more on that at a later time. <laughs> that is 61. <laughs> Negative 9 points right here. <laughs> Street Rage 4, staying strong at 85. Shante came out. It's at 75. That's 5 points. And... That is all the points I have. I have, since we last spoke, we knew I picked up Kana, I think, Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. I picked up, did you see this? Crusader Kings 3. Nice. And Corrections. Crusader Kings 3. I have 82 points, by the way, overall. Currently winning, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Crusader Kings 3. Some shit. Looks like it's a some. I don't want to say it's like total war strategy, but it's an educated guess. Of it's as it's it's a it's a mistake. It was a mistake. Okay. I think I got one spot left. Cut here. Picked up Crusader Kings for a dollar. I don't regret it. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to stumble through that right now. I don't regret it. No matter how much you look into my heart right now. This week in gaming, Cartier, the longest running episodic segment. In this podcast history, uh, what have you been playing for the last month in gaming? The Tmig. Well, first of all, this week in gaming is brought to you by Staying Hydrated. 
Nice. <clears throat> but um, yeah, no. So I haven't. I don't know. I guess since the last time that we've been on the podcast, I bought an Xbox. <laughs> it's been that long. Is that real? And Cuphead came out on PS4. Yeah, I saw that. You too. were swerved. I know. That wasn't the word. No. <laughs> How's but Xbox Live treating you, Pooh? It's, it's alright. I haven't really played much on it. I've downloaded some games. I downloaded Left 4 Dead 4. Haven't played it yet. Downloaded Sea of Thieves. Haven't played it yet. Downloaded Forza. Haven't played it yet. Downloaded Fable, <laughs> and that's the first thing that I'm going to talk about. So I downloaded the original Fable. That's such a good segue, wasn't it? Yeah, that was really good. The but, first uh, Fable. Yeah, exactly. Fable 1. And after I'm, done with, after I'm beat that, then I'll play 2 and 3. I haven't never played 3, so that'll be exciting. Mm. And 2 is alright. Ooh. <laughs> and, two, and 2 is alright. <laughs> but no, I um, I don't know. It's just like, that game's like real nostalgic. Yeah. Have you just dipped your toe? Or are you good? Are you pretty deep? You um, have, did you ever play it? The first one? No. I only played three. Um, the reverse of you. I would say I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm like a teenager, kind of. And I'm, I'm at a part where I have to cross like a sea to an island to go to a bandit camp to find a sea a Cirrus or whatever. That Osiris? Spo- no, like a Cirrus or whatever. Oh, like a, a weird thing. It's like a... What would she be? She'd be like an oracle, but like not, okay. not an oracle. Okay, okay. Because spoilers in three, two, one. It's your sister that you thought you were dead. Take that fable one. Stands. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I'd say I'm probably like maybe a third through the game. Cool. Maybe. Nice. Probably a little less than a third, but not too. Pretty deep, but like not not deep enough. And you're having a good time. Yeah. Having a good time. They have, uh, they're like werewolves or like almost like were like badgers. I got to do the mission where I encountered those, but I haven't decided to, that's like one of the first games where it's like, you know, like you have like an actual like hero meter and like devil meter. So Mm -hmm. pretty much like, you know, like if you like go full bad, then like you'll grow horns and stuff. But if like you're good, then you'll have like a halo and everything. You can dance. Yeah. And I'm not sure what I want to do yet. I've been pretty neutral so far. Nice. You've been... Walk in the line. Yeah. Well, I want to I wanna sneak around and steal everything, so... Paragon. Uh, that's sweet. <laughs> What's... Is it... So, the combat for the first Fable, is it still... Like I said, I've only played the third one. So, is it... You just... It's like an adventure game, right? You're walking around swinging that sword. Yeah, it's like a... It's, it's like a... RPG. What kind of monsters are you running into in this first um, Fable? Um, well, there's a lot of bandits. There's, Fucking um... Bandits. There's these ugly-ass trolls. There are hornets that you can fight. Nice. Just, like, big bees or whatever. There's, um... What else have I encountered? I encountered the, like, were-badger thing. Right. It's like a werewolf. I've been watching an old-ass cartoon called Redwall, and they're all animals. But the badger, there's this, like, big lovable lady badger who's protecting Redwall, and she's also just... Badgers are so much bigger than all these other animals, so it's just like, that badger's a badass fighter. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yeah. Uh, but no, all in all, I'm at Shout out a... season two of Redwall. That's all I'm saying. There's another badger that pops up with an axe. Okay. But, so you're playing Fable. Yeah, and no, Fable, all, all, all in all, playing, playing, playing Fable. Having a good time. It's it's a good game. It's um It's got its quirks, because it's fucking, what is it, like a, a Xbox game? Right. The version I'm playing is the 
I want to say it's the play, not PlayStation, nothing PlayStation. It's the Xbox 360 like re-release of that on Game Pass because all the games that I have right now are on Game Pass. I haven't bought a single game. I think if I am gonna buy a game, I saw the other day when I went to insert whatever store is close to me. Mm-hmm. I uh, I saw that they had a copy of like Titanfall for like nine dollars, like the first one. So I was like, I could get Titanfall. I for, Titanfall too for um PlayStation. So for an Xbox novice like me, I'm, I do have to ask this question: Do you have an Xbox One, an Xbox One S, or an Xbox One X? I have an Xbox One X. Nice, sick. Because I yeah. wanted to say enhanced for the Xbox uh, One X. For the One X. Series X. Oh man, so much. But uh, what else have I downloaded? Xbox talk. I downloaded off of Game Pass. I downloaded Jump Force. Sick. And I played a little bit of it. Not much of it. I played a couple of missions or whatever. It's it's decent. It's not bad. Mm. You're enjoying it. Yeah, the character creator was pretty fun. You were telling me that you went in with. I remember when you first told me that you had low expectations, but uh, better than expected. Yeah, no, definitely better than expected. Yeah, that's what's good. Yeah. I had downloaded the Metal Gear Solid collection that they have on there, but then I took it off because I was like, am I going to play that, or do I just want it? Guns of the Patriots? Um, no. no, they didn't have those, but it's the one that's got, like, Sons of Liberty and mm-hmm. Snake Eater and possibly... Two. Some, possibly Solid. Very interesting. Yes, no, yes. No Metal Gear Solid 4, though. You're an Xbox guy now. Uh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you uh you you dipped into? What else? Oh yeah, I, um, me and Kyle downloaded Destiny because Destiny's free, and apparently with two? all the yeah Destiny two, right, and apparently right. some what leading into things that we'll talk about. I know they're talking about how um they're adding the DLCs to Game Pass. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so all the Destiny DLCs will be on Game Pass. So if you want to play that. We don't have to pay for it. That's what's good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, what else did I play? I downloaded one more on there, and it was... I played the beginning of the first mission of Outer Worlds. Cool. And where I can tell you exactly where I'm at. Okay, yes. Yeah. All right, so you know where you're in, encounter the uh, first enemies? Outside your ship? Before that? Um, when you... On the path. When you take homie's gun? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm right there. Oh, nice. I haven't killed him yet. Nice. That's how far I got. You were really early on. <laughs> You're like, no thanks. <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe I'll go back to it. You already quit that. <laughs> Watch that cutscene then, I think. I think you watched uh, yourself get woken. Yeah. And not turn into soup. That was, that was good. That was good. Yeah, Outer Worlds, now on Switch. Yep. <laughs> Out now. <laughs> Dip into it. What's up I play though? I'm playing Apex Legends. Um they at the like midway of the season, they like restarted the uh fucking the ranked mode. So oh. I'm playing ranked again. I got back up to gold. But nothing real much going on with that for the most part. There's like back it's like gold. just about a month before season six. Okay. And they're like slowly like adding little things to the map. Like, without telling anybody. So, like, every now and then, like, a crane will appear mm-hmm. by a place. And then when Season 6 rolls out, they'll be like, this is the updated map. If people went to 
YouTube.com backslash litmit media L I T M I T M E D I A right now. Uh would they find new Apex content? They definitely would. What is happening? They would find a lore video. Cartier, uh, so you had done the Wraith lore video. Was yeah. You had done another lore one, right? Mm, no, you broke no Wraith, Wraith was the first oh, lore okay. one. Uh, much to popular demand from us, especially. <laughs> um, we're, you've continued on the tra- now tradition. Yeah, it's officially a series. Lore videos. Uh, yeah, you want any teas? Any, anything? It's uh, it's just the Bluth. It's the Bluth. George Bluth. I know one knows what that means. They might know. Oh wait, I yeah, Apex we're... people know yeah. what it means. Okay, I don't know what that means. Is that Bloodhound? Yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Litmit Media, the YouTube, new video from Nicholas Cartier himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Edited, voiced, thought up, commemorated by Nicholas Cartier. Very good. He says a Gibraltar one's next. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Uh, nice, Cartier. I, lo- I love a good Apex check-in, though. Yeah. Gold rank. No, so we'll see. Within the next month, Like, I guess the new season will be out or whatever. So, mm-hmm. who knows? We'll see. We'll see if they drop a character and what kind of stuff they do for that. We shall see what happens, most definitely. But... Other things I've been playing... I Is don't it know switch time. I, well, I don't know if we talked about it, but I ended up beating Need for Speed. You beat it? Oh, yeah, no. I beat Need for Speed. There's knew, not really much to talk about. A new friend of the podcast, Kyle, had beaten it. Yeah, I'm still somewhere on level 17 or seven. I think 17. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No thoughts on the end of the game. That's alright. Like it's a Need for Speed story, so mm-hmm. like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing, not for, I'm not playing for the yeah. story. And speaking of other games that I'm not in for, for the story, <laughs> I started a new playthrough of um, Fantasy Life. So you love game. it. Whoa, unexpected Fantasy Life turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a, it's a good game, I just don't care about the story at all. Sure. But I enjoy the mechanics of it. Mm. <sighs> it's like, Are you growing plants in Fantasy Life? No. You just do whatever you want. Yeah, you're, you get to pick your class, so... In my last uh, playthrough, I was a paladin, so I had, like, sword and shield. And this time, I'm a mercenary, which is a little bit different than a paladin. Is Fantasy Life with a PH? Nope. Oh, okay. Like a fancy star, really? No, not at all. It's, um... They were supposed to have a, another game to come out, and it did not come out, and then it was going to be for the phone, and then it's not for the phone, and it doesn't exist anymore. Ghoul! I know. But it's a it's a good game. It's a real good game. Yeah, I've heard you talk about it before. You showed it to me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good I like stuff. it. It's just like a... It's a little RPG. It's like... It's kind of Zelda-y a little bit, but like... I don't know. I just really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You can have like a party of like up to like three people with you. You can buy like dogs. You can buy houses. <laughs> There is no gardening in it. You can buy dogs, you can buy But houses. it's pretty much like uh, dungeon dungeon crawling, mm-hmm. and then like each button has like a different attack or whatever. It's for the 3DS, so it's got that dual screen. Got that dual screen. But if you ever get a chance to play it, I would say give it a, give it a chance. Because like the, the storyline's like alright, it's just, I, I don't know. First time I played it, I didn't care about it. Second time I played it, I paid attention. It, it's alright. This time I'm not paying attention. 
Attention. It's that butterfly, man. Wait. Katya, this just didn't... Apparently you triggered... Yep, yeah, oh, yep, yeah. hold on. You said dungeons. Apparently Roger heard that from a distance from his house. He's listening in. Uh, hot take from Roger this week. Just now, live, on the podcast. Uh, this is a real take. <laughs> He's tried to play Persona 3, dungeons, 2, gray, and... Boring in generic form. And I'm like, <laughs> these kids are blowing their brains out with a gun every time they summon their persona every fucking turn. That's not good enough for you? He said, no. I accepted his decision. That's the Roger Riot hot take of the week. Uh, <laughs> persona 3, not for him. Sorry to interrupt you. You said dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, no, some dungeons. But, a good dungeon, a bad dungeon. But uh, what else have I been playing? I honestly think that might be it. Ooh. No updates on the Pokemon DLC downloaded. I haven't played it since the last time we talked. Ooh. No Cafe Mix update. No Cafe Mix update. Me neither. Won a game of Minesweeper the other day. <laughs> da 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 da. Stan, what did you play this week in. Gaming. Whoa, this week in gaming. I played... I thought you were going to say the full title. (laughs) (laughs) I am also sipping this coffee. This late evening cold coffee. Brought to you by... I don't know. Dan Allen. Dan Allen. It's a Detroit brand of coffee. I wish I remembered it right now. I would have said it. It's like Fifth Avenue. It's a no, it's a street in Detroit, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) It's Lafayette. What I'm trying to say is, this Dequinder-based coffee. Inkster brew. These Michigan jokes doing anything for you. Uh, You're not going to believe this, but I played so many games last month. After, like, barely being able to play games, like, the on and off flow of it, we haven't talked, and I played so many games, and I finished many games. You're going to be surprised as fuck, Cartier. (laughs) Let's start with something exciting. It'll entice the people. It's topical. We already talked about it on Fantasy Critic. It's something that sits at like a 78 on Fantasy Critic. And that's... I picked up for the Nintendo Switch from Devolver Digital and whoever actually made it. Devolver just published it. Carry on. Carry on. Reverse horror game where you essentially play as... Um, well, let's break it down. Picture Alien... Picture something like Alien. Picture something like The Thing. Obviously two very different things, but an alien-like species that is can get into people in any way. And I say The Thing because this. This is what happens. Carrion is a game where you are on seemingly a large spaceship. Uh, it's like this test tube, this chemical. Uh, and you're a piece of biomatter. But something happens and... You get exposed to oxygen, and you turn into this big, giant stomach with tentacles, pretty much. Uh, and the first great thing i got to say about Carrion is is probably how great the movement looks. So as you eat more people, you get bigger, but it's not like an infinite thing. It's like eventually you can get three, like, like let's say there's like three huge chunks of your body. Yeah. As you get shot, you're losing pieces of matter, pieces of mass. Which you're replacing when you eat. 
Yeah, exactly. And then there's actually why it's three big chunks. Even though you can take smaller bits of damage, three big chunks, they determine that at certain sizes you have certain abilities. So when you're real small, you can be more sleek, but like as far as I am now, I know that like invisibility invisibility is something I only have when I'm uh, you know the smallest. And then it's also like the single tentacle shot. One thing that's really impressive is um, as you move, how all of your tentacles like seamlessly go to the wall. Like yeah. it's all just you know it's. It looks very good for what you're doing, which is like simple control of a big sloppy uh, intestine, almost. <laughs> this reminds me of Stomach with Teeth, for sure. Are you Venom? Um, yeah. Do you remember what this game looks like, by the way, Cartier? Oh, a little bit. Okay. Also, uh, pause for a second. So yeah, that, that it looks like that, Cartier. Yeah. N- nasty, bloody, dripping tentacles. Um, so it's a reverse horror game where essentially you're going through these levels, you can bust through vents... Uh, different walls and shit try and stealth around and uh, and then you kill these people at first you have one tentacle shot so you're kind of like grabbing um, let me first say that there some of the problems I saw people have with this um, like it not being long enough or there not being enough like story to bring depth to what's happening. I gotta say, I think I automatically got a little more out of this game. First off, the fact that it's a 78 should tell you that if you're kind of into it, it's perfect for you. Like, if it's swimming in sevens, it's good for some people. You're probably it if you're thinking about it. I immediately loved this more because I was RP and hard, Cartier. I didn't think I was, but I was definitely like, there's different ways to do things. And when you have three AI walking around with weapons blow you and some people have like electrical shields and they're very much so a problem yet any size but automatic not you know single pistol shots automatic weapons do heavy damage to you and they take your matter out fast and you can't die uh so it's like when you're up top in the vents and there's three vents going down to where they're all walking on the same level because it's not like super simple or it's not like super complex the layouts are pretty simple at times but it gives you options always and you can not bust through that vent. You can take a single... Once you get good at controlling the very weird controls of Carrion, once you get good at controlling a single tentacle and you can just, like, s- subtly grab <laughs> the furthest right uh, vent cover and just slam it into the air or, like, slam it down and then, like, but you just slither <laughs> to the left <laughs> side and then, and then they're there. And then you do the opposite on the other side, and then they're like, what the fuck? But then you go down the one you bust open first and grab one of them and go quickly up back into the vents to eat them. I'm like, no, I'm RPing so hard as this monster right now. <laughs> like, I could just go down there and like, oh, quick, oh, you know. And you can. Yeah. Try and brute force your way. I will say there's definitely times where I think you're forced to be strategic. Like, yeah, yes, they can't force you to look into all the options they're giving you, um, but... I'm having a good time just being a big old monster. The puzzles aren't super complex, but the thing about that criticism is I don't know if I'd want them to be... I guess it's like probably probably give, throwing them a shield on that one, I guess. It's just, it's fine. Like, the the puzzles are good enough. Uh, I do think Carrion 2, you can go deeper, but there's some things you can only do when you're small, so you have to like... Like I said, you can only use invisibility or certain abilities, so there's these pools of water that you can, like, 
excrete mass into. And it's just like a big, like, like a big fat sack <laughs> that you leave in the water. You can come back and eat it later if you want. Uh, <laughs> but you do that to get smaller. And the thing about it is usually those pools are placed near the puzzles. So it's like, it kind of like tells you the answer. Yeah. It's essentially, it's like, hey, it's over here somewhere. And it's like, okay. I enjoy it though. I, <clears throat> I think it's, yeah, it could definitely be harder, I, uh, but I haven't played the end of it, so I don't know how much it escalates. I think it's a good, there's good pushback. Yeah. Sure, better AI or, like, more things they can do would be interesting. I love, there's, like, troopers that have an electrical fence that you can't eat. You can't eat them. But you can definitely need to confirm the kill, so sometimes you got to grab them and just slam them against shit <laughs> with your big tentacles. So it's, it's comedic as fuck sometimes. Um, I'm enjoying it. I haven't finished it yet. Mostly because I don't want to finish it. I know it's not that long a game. Uh, I'm pretty deep. I will say, for for all the talk about... I've heard mixed things about the lore. Because uh, I think they give you something at the end that really explains a lot of it. But uh, the main complaint I heard as far as lore goes is that, that you know it's not there. While you're killing these people, we don't know who these people are. Except for that you're from this lab. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But I'm kind of fine. I'm kind of fine being... Because from the point of view of the monster, it's okay being like a senseless killing machine. Yeah. It's like not that worried. Like it's literally not worried about that. It's worried about eating. And if a grate is in the way of eating, it's worried about getting through that grate. Yeah. Yeah. It's worried about staying alive. I, I liked it. I've liked it so far. Carrion, very good. I went on with that longer than I thought, but it's the most recent game. It's a July release. I have uh, one one last question for you, Faria. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Is this everything that you wanted in a sequel to Meat Boy Forever? <laughs> sure, yeah. A different take. <laughs> this is Meat Boy Four. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is the Meat Boy Extended Universe, if there ever was one, for sure. Also, have we seen the creation of Meat Boy? Because this has got to be it. This week in no, that's only the first game. I got a million games to talk about. Cartier finished Judgment. Nice. Judgment's a solid nine out of ten. That's almost all I'm gonna say right now because I've talked about Judgment so many times. I have officially finished it now. It ended strong. I think that if I had actually finished it the year it came out, I would be saying things like, what story was stronger than this this year? And let me play that game. Uh, which I'm sure there were, but like... This strong... It's, well, it's the only real story-heavy thing I've played in the COVID era of what's been happening. But yeah. uh, it's, it's very good. Uh, it gets me really excited for the next Yakuza. <laughs> for the restart of Yakuza. Um, Judgment was great. Doubled back to Sayonara Wild Hearts from nice. Devolver, which is the rhythm, almost rhythm racing. I've, it's it's more rhythm game than anything. It's a rhythm infinite runner. If you like things like, well, what's the one we love for mobile forever? Subway Surfers. Temple yeah, Run is the more yeah, famous yeah, yeah. one. I forgot. <laughs> Stuff like that. More comparable to a real fancy neon 80s themed Temple Run, I guess, but it's not even doing it justice. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts, very good. I finished it very hard. I looked at what it takes to actually get some of those achievement boys on that. I don't know about all that. Uh, I don't know about gold ranking some of those levels, even. Um, but it flows so good, man. If, you're, if you ever see Sayonara Wild Hearts on sale, or even if you're just enticed in general by the idea of like Rhythm Infinite Runner... Uh, cause I'm 
it's more of an infinite runner than it is a rhythm game. You know what I mean? There's just times, yeah. like, there's always, it's always music heavy, and there are times where it's, like, very specific movements to the rhythms. But, yeah, no, Sayonara Wild Hearts, very good. Went back and finished that. Opened up Maneater Cartier. Maneater. And got the platinum because they patched the bug. Nice. And then I immediately closed that shit. <laughs> uh, and then it goes into, I guess... It's sad when we don't do it for a month, and then I actually buy games, and then I feel bad that I bought three games. Not that they're real expensive, but bought three games this month. Oh my god, Cartier. First two, very cheap. Uh, number one, in chronological order of me buying them, Hat in Time. Uh, very, even though it's got hats, and people want to say very Super Mario Odyssey, it's, it's like a Mario 64. Uh clone you would say i don't know it's very, it's a very good platform that came out on ps ps3 originally i believe uh but it's been updated and there's been dlc added this generation and shit and hat in time very good you play as a small well you're an alien who knows what the fuck you are but hat in time you're seemingly a small child that doesn't speak that is controlling a spaceship stop me if you've heard this one before controlled by Moons. No, I'm just joking. They're hourglasses. Moons. Uh, something terrible happens. You get too close to a planet and this big, bald mafia guy... I haven't talked about it in time yet, right, you? Big mafia guy. He comes up on the glass of your spaceship and he's like, it's a bill. And it's like, even if you're floating in the outer space of Mafia Town, Mafia owns Mafia Town. You pay in the Mafia. And you're like, what? Because you don't speak. <laughs> and you're just wearing a hat. You're Hat Kid, by the way. That's the name of the character, Hat Kid. He then breaks the glass and sucks all of the obviously very important fuel of your spaceship, these glowing uh, time pieces, what are they called? Hourglasses with wings. Glowing. They all fall out and they spread all across this world and then you have to go to these places to recapture these things to fuel your spaceship. Also, it's important because if they were to fall into the wrong hands, these hourglasses, Cartier, they can cause time rifts, which are actually just excuses for really special little platform challenge levels, which are some <laughs> of my favorite parts of the game, uh, the, the different rifts. Boss battles are good. The characters are memorable, Cartier, and honestly, that doesn't even matter because why I played so much of this game is because um, the mechanics feel so good. Like, I've put lots of time into games that didn't feel as good platforming, for sure. Uh, not going to throw shade at anything, but it's, it was very good. Um, but also very reminiscent of Mario 64, something, interestingly, I only have a moderate amount of love for. I don't have above-average love for Mario 64. It's just very, very... Very fun. <laughs> Hat in Time. Um, I'm sorry. There are some RPG elements to Hat in Time. The hat part of it is, besides the fact that your spaceship is shaped like a hat, stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, have you played Mario Odyssey Cartier? It's, just, it's a lot of the same themes. It came out six years ago. Uh, so, the different hats you wear all have different abilities. There's an ice hat. Uh, like a a dash hat. I'm sad that dashing is tied to a, a hat. You can change these hats as fast as you can change a weapon on a weapon wheel in GTA or anything with a weapon wheel. Um, but there's a time-stopping hat later, like really OP shit. There's a grounded-bound so, one. Sounds like Mario and like Zelda. Mm-hmm. And then 
what reminded me of a lot of things, but what came to mind for me is Hollow Knight. Anything with badges, where badges that give you buffs, you know what I mean? There's badges, there's pins that go on the hat, and you unlock different pins. Uh, shout out to the shopkeeper in Hat in Time, who's just like some shady glitched guy who's like, don't mind me being glitched as fuck, I've been to some places that changed me forever. He's like, would you like to buy some fucking pins? <laughs> oh my god. Yes, I would. Uh, <laughs> Reminded me of Hollow Knight, the, the badges, for sure. But, Hat in Time, good. Lovable penguins, some lovable characters. It seems like it's going to be an open world game. Like, big open world levels. But, it's mission-based where you're going back to those same levels. Until you get to the fourth world, when it's one huge open world. And I thought the whole game was going to be like the fourth world uh, Cartier. There's all these zip lines going all these places. It's honestly the part... I'll be sad if this game didn't come out on PS3 and it's just early PS4, but no matter what, this game controls good the whole time, but when you first go into the open world level and there's, like, no objectives, they're like, free roam. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, free roam? And then you go there and you're just going down this long, fucking, like, colorful flagged zip line, and then there's, like, a forest of other zip lines in this crazy city. I'm like... This is a pretty game right now. I'm like, I'm impressed, Hat in Time. Well played. Uh, I do remember the name of the studio that made Hat in Time because it's a very memorable name. It's Ge- Gears for Breakfast. <laughs> Gears for Breakfast. But Hat in Time's been great, Cartier. Uh, I heartily recommend it. It's one of those ones that you can find on PS4 and probably everything at this point. It's much more expensive on Switch, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, alright. Two other things, Cartier, also from Devolver. Grease, do you remember Grease? Really yeah. Pretty artsy platformer. When I first started playing it, this is like a very, I'm not going to talk much about this, because I wasn't into it when I first started playing it, Cartier. I wasn't in the right mindset, I don't know, but I love shit like this, where it's like, pretty artsy, sounds good, looks beautiful, simple platforming, simple puzzles. Uh, it's just like something about it. I'm like, I did not. I was not falling in love in the beginning, but I think I just wasn't in the right mindset. I don't love the puzzles. <laughs> when I went back a second time, I enjoyed it much more, and I'm just like, eh, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, reminds me of Rhyme, except for, for something, some reason in Rhyme, I'm like, these puzzles are like super simple, they remind me of like God of War puzzles, but I love them. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes puzzles connect with you, sometimes they don't. Uh, Chris has been a weird mixed bag for me. I haven't finished it yet. But the final thing, the biggest thing to talk about Cartier, we're not even going to get to Xbox today. Hopefully we will. I bought for a full $60. Gave Nintendo 60 of my, of my hard-earned dollars. Super Mario Odyssey. Dun, 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 dun. Six years later. Two, two and a half, three years later. Have you beat it? No. Have you played it before? I want it. It's too hard. No. The first thing I gotta say about Odyssey is I really enjoy the worlds. Like, I. No. Sh- before I say anything that might take away from, from Mario, because it's so easy with something like Mario. I was trying to put this into words the other day to someone else that he's like Mickey Mouse. Like, the waves of Mickey Mouse being cool. And it's not because you grow up. It's because something is, like, 60 years old. Different generations are going to fucking take it different ways. Yeah. And, like, Mario is... I don't want to say it's played out, but Mario has just been played a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not out, it's just, like, there's so much Mario in the world. And I, I've loved Mario for a long time. A lot of people have. But 
But hopping into this, it's definitely not about the story, right? The story is interesting to me, but I'm yeah. like, they don't follow, they're not really putting a lot into the story. <laughs> they're not like... No, yeah, it's just go go beat some rabbits, it, it go really, to the next world, beat some rabbits, collect some... How do you feel about the Brutals? The Brutals, I, they're alright, they're not bad. As characters, I love the Brutals. <laughs> they're bunnies, they're wedding planners, I love them. What I don't love is... I didn't expect for anything to be, like, overly hard, but I did expect more pushback on the boss battles. And the whole time I've been playing, I'm like, it's just because it's early. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I'm, like, five or six worlds in now. I have too many outfits. Uh, I fought Bowser the one time in between, you know, early on in the yeah. game. I don't know how many times that happens, but I fought him once. I think I made it to the time... If there's at least two times in this game where you pick which level to go to first... And the first time it's like water or beach, or no, water or tree, and then it's like beach or ice. I think I'm there, and I've finished the beach. I'm moving on to the ice. So I don't know how deep I am, but it feels pretty deep. 120-something stars. So, and that's hard to judge for me, Cartier, because I don't know how many worlds there are, but I also don't know. I know there's like 900 moons, right? 999? Yeah. But... That's the number to finish with is probably far lower. Like you yeah. could easily stumble through probably with one twenty five. I bet. Like probably. Because I feel like I've already done a little too much in some of these levels. Because <laughs> I'm just having fun mm-hmm. exploring. That's why I wanted to say the worlds are are great. The worlds were fun to explore. I think uh, the where I'm at currently in it, I am at the level with the like poison lakes, where you oh. can uh, you throw your head oh. onto those guys that like extend. Is that the books. Lost World? I think so. Yes. Am I, oh, am I farther than you? A little bit. Ooh. I'm rampaging through. I am going to finish it, though, because I'm loving it. Yeah. For the same reason I ran through Hat in Time so fast. I uh, I really like the, uh, I think it's the second or third world you get to, but the Sand World. Yes. Oh, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, very, very good. Um, I like that you can go back immediately once you're done with the level. Yeah. Uh, you can go back immediately and just keep digging through that world, and it's like things have changed Immediately, so, you know, that's fun. I love finding Captain Toad. Uh, that's always good. I wish, so far I'm wishing there was more tied to the outfits, can't you? Not just, so far it's like a room. It's a slots room, right? Pretty much, yeah. I think that's the only thing that's been held back for me. Unless there was a different room I got into once where we danced, yes. <laughs> but... Yeah, so many outfits, I'm like, I can't believe there's not more outfit-specific. Maybe there are, too. And I just don't know it. I feel yet. like every world has one specific outfit. And one moon related to that outfit somehow. Yeah. But is it slots? No, because it was dancing ones. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tie. I do love all the different outfits, though. Pre- Caveman Mario's fire. Pretty ridiculous. Caveman Mario is where it's at. Mechanic Mario. Beach Mario. Did you get the underwear? The thousand gold underwear? Me too. Of course. Of course. I just accomplished it. I just did it. Uh, how, do yeah. you, how do you like the uh, the portions of it where you go into 2D? I'm enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. For the first uh, few times, I thought that I couldn't hold turbo, but you definitely can. And the first one that like time was sensitive on, I learned that. I'm like, oh, I can hold, I can hold turbo. Because now that I know that, I'm be always holding turbo. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy how it's worked in. I think that there's something brilliant about there's an underwater level, uh, 
I've really enjoyed the underwater levels, for the record. Now, yeah. that I can, now that I can be a fish, the first thing I did on the beach level cartoon, I know you're not there yet, the first thing I did was, if I can go anywhere, I'm like, I'm going to find a fish and just do all the water stuff, all the hidden water, purple coins, or whatever's down there. But let me tell you, there's something real uh, brilliant. We, like I said, they didn't put a lot of effort in the story, but like, there's something really amazing about those 2D portions underwater when things are still happening real time in the rest of the water so things are like floating by and you're looking through the water to play that fucking yeah. NES Mario level at that point and I'm like damn this shit's like art <laughs> it's very good uh, and it's such a simple little thing no um, it, de- it definitely looks real good I mean it's not a simple little thing let's face it but I've enjoyed the 2D portions definitely uh, how'd you like that T-Rex T-Rex was great being all the different things um I think overall, I almost want to say Hat in Time was a was like somehow a better game, even though it had so much less money, because it's like a lot of the great looking things I contribute to a lot of that money for Mario. But like the thing is, you can be those enemies, and that enhances this game so much. Uh, I thought I we all thought we would like being Bullet Bill more. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not great, but that thing that's got the extending legs. <laughs> Stacking Goombas. Stacking Goombas to try and flirt with the other female Goomba. There's an enemy. I don't know what he was originally from. I don't know if he's from this Cartier, so I almost don't want to give it away, but he's my favorite one to control. So I'm going to tell you about him. And he's like a little octopus. Surrounded by a bubble of water. And these things float above the water, right? And what they do, uh, you can throw your head on them. And you can either put push water down in a jet, which pushes you high in the air, or push water behind you, which pushes you forward. And once you go as far as you go in the air, it's like once you do forward, you don't lower at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just like cruising around flying as this thing with this like stream water jet. Every now and then you have to dip back in the water to refresh your water, but oh my god. Finding secrets, very fun. That's that's where they're uh Super Mario Sunshine assets one. <laughs> so that maybe honestly, it's probably from it's the beach levels. <laughs> it seems like there are almost too many moods in this game. I wonder if everyone agrees about that because it's like I turn around, it's like moon. I'm like, cool. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. How'd you uh, How'd you like that frog in the beginning when they're like? We're gonna we're gonna teach you how to do this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, be the frog. I enjoyed the frog, definitely. I, I like the frog. I like the jumping high. I don't like that. There's times I'm using like a different controller, so there's times when I have to like pop it off or pop it in to do certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because without the Joy Cons, hold on. <coughs> Bless it. Bless you. But. There's a time when I was playing the Joy-Cons the other day, and there's so much extra shit you can do with those Joy-Cons, almost where it's like, the fact that there's no option for me to do that with my off-the-market, <laughs> not Nintendo controller, which is sad, you know what I mean? Yeah. But right, it, dude, some, sometimes you gotta flip your wrist. But there's no rumble on that one, so I had to, like, when you find the rumble underneath you. Yeah. I was just, like, looking for the screen shake. But you flipping the wrist, no, there's so many weird moments. I was going through the controls of all the different movements just for the Joy-Cons, so I'm like, oh my god. Uh, first off, you don't even have the homing one. You know what I mean? The nearest target? I gotta... That's totally worth mentioning. I've played this whole game without that homing thing, and it's like, would definitely make some things easier. Nothing's been so bad. Like, you... 
they usually give you an option where it's like, if you have to throw your hat at something and you need to hit that thing, you can get on level with it. It's giving you something to jump off of. Yeah. So I haven't needed the homing, but it's an interesting note because when I had those Joy-Cons, I was homing. Uh, I think it was the boss battle for what the level you're on that I was forced. I, I realized once I started doing that, I'm like, I didn't need to, but it felt good. Because you have a poison that gets scooped up by the hat. It's a whole big to-do criteria. It's a whole big poison situation. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one more game I played. What else did you play? Mm, not really worth mentioning. Breath of Fire. The first Breath of Fire is on... Uh, a bunch of stuff got added to the SNES, the Nintendo Online NES, SNES library. Which, by the way, as it increases, I'm just like... This is sweet. Yeah, that <laughs> I'm was like, nice. I'm like, there's no, nothing to complain about for me right here. I'm like, they just add Don- Donkey Kong Country, and... that That's real nice. That's fine by me. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. But I was playing Breath of Fire until I got stuck, and that's classic old RPGs. Uh, got stuck by, I literally don't know what to do. Don't know where to go. Kind of sucks. I know there's one guy I can fight that's way over-leveled than me. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, where am I even supposed to grind? Breath of Fire. Right. And it's been so long since I played that, I kind of don't even remember the story. Very sad, because I was into it. I was getting into Breath of Fire. I was looking for something turn-based. Still, um, send all your turn-based um, recommendations to litmitmedia at gmail.com. Uh, no, I think uh, one thing I do really enjoy about their little virtual console, not virtual console, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. is um, I enjoy the safe states a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, you can just like save, save or wherever. I know the classic or the mini, wherever, whatever it's called. The classic has that also. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's so cool. I I enjoy it. It's like a backup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's definitely important. It's it helps you cheese those old games for yeah. sure. Um, Cartier, what I'm saying about Breath of Fire is I never even got a companion. It was me turn-based battling. I never got a second person. I know they were coming soon. Litmintmedia at gmail.com. Any turn-based recommendations. This Week in Gaming, that is what I have, Cartier. Uh, we're deep. We're deep in the podcast. The only way we can call this Xbox Part 1 is if we talk a very small amount about Xbox. Uh... I mean, I bought an Xbox. You bought an Xbox. That's true. Uh, they had their game showcase, Cartier. Yeah. They had it a week or so ago. Who knows? Time is moving. Yeah. You know, always. The first thing they, they showed, the first thing we'll talk about, maybe the only thing we'll talk about today, and it's a big one, is Halo Infinite. Uh, more things have come out since then. Some people... We, we got a fair amount of gameplay... Uh, Worth checking out. If you haven't seen the Xbox showcase yet, it's about an hour long. You can find it on the Microsoft channel and sort of other places. Go find it. Uh, but there's also been deep dives, developer gameplay showcases since then, specifically for Halo. Yeah. They said there's a lot of, and I quote, a lot of work that needs to be done visually for them before it comes out. And we also know that Halo Infinite, when it launches with the Xbox, is not going to have its multiplayer yet, and the multiplayer is going to be free-to-play later. Possibly standalone? I was like, it's weird to say it's it's going to be free if, like, it was just with the game. 
Yeah, like Red Dead, Red Dead Online is free. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're probably going to go the route of, um, like, Modern Warfare and Warzone, you know? Oh, where it's almost like a standalone like, it's, thing it's, an, it's included with the game, but you can also... You get it separately if you didn't even want it. Yeah. Interesting. That's cool. I didn't think about it from that point of view if you're like, well, I'm not buying Infinite. Well, you have games. You have Game Pass. None of this matters. <laughs> if they put, if they put on Game Pass, I think Halo. Oh, interesting question. I think that Halo's coming day one to Game Pass. I thought that's the thing they said. Because I know uh, one that I keep thinking about uh, pre-installing is um, I think it's called Grounded. Yes, I mean that's definitely that's uh, we that's another thing I definitely want to talk about this week. Yeah. Which is we had two, <clears throat> we had two betas. Two betas, or two early access two, things. Two betas walk in a bar. Whoa. <laughs> and then they walk out because of the governor. Here's the thing, Cartier. Here's the fucking thing about it. <laughs> Is that, uh... Well, I forgot what he was talking about now. Halo Infinite, for sure. The thing about Halo Infinite... The thing about everything we are just talking about... Yeah. Grounded. Uh, grounded also going to be on Game Pass... Fall Guys, something that Sony has said they're now going to give you PlayStation Plus members for free. August 4th also successfully had a little early access betas. Uh, yeah, no, exciting exciting news. Grounded might have even been in this showcase. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, D'Angelo, earlier. He said it was. I'm like, I don't think it was. Yeah. But they definitely opened up with Halo, not to get away from the Grounded. Uh But I do love the idea that, you know, things beyond Game Pass make more people likely to play it. Yeah. Uh, Halo was a bunch of weird visuals. There was gameplay in it. Some people were kind of still... They were happy to get more gameplay after, that's for sure. They, they were still left wanting. Uh, but it definitely looked very Halo-y. Like, neon shields and... Master Chief. People, A lot of people comparing Master Chief's face, that bearded face, to... Uh, or, no, I guess it was the pilot's bearded face. To faces in other games and making comments. Maybe that's why they said that they have a lot of work to do visually. Uh, I think the game looks interesting. We're looking at a black screen right now as me and Cartier revisit it. Things are going wrong. But yeah, I thought it looked... Well, that's unfortunate. I thought, I thought it looked interesting. <laughs> Halo Infinite is not something I'm going to play. I've never been a Halo guy. But I can't say it looks bad. I can't sit here and pick it apart. If it's free, I might get it. I don't know. I've played Halo before. If it's included with the old Game Pass of Ruski. With the Game Pass. Uh, Master Chief. Storied legacy. Is this his final game? Is this the end of Master Chief Cartier? Just random question while, we, while we're thinking up ridiculous things about Halo Infinite. Does Master Chief survive this game? Yeah, and then they make a God of War type remake with Master Chief, where it's open world, and it's him and his son. They're based on the Greek gods. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you went that direction. So, one of the things that Xbox definitely doubled down on after this presentation was they wanted to show how big the map was, and they flashed the map here, and I don't think they got the reaction they wanted, uh... Because these levels are supposed to be pretty big. Like, pretty fucking... Pretty, 
pretty, pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it came across in the showcase for sure. I mean, that's not something that I took away from it. I'm like, wow, look how big the world is. Uh, but I do like the way the world looks. We're looking right now at the first person view. It looks like Halo. Of, what, of what they're saying. It definitely, I mean, that's one thing it definitely looks like. Halo. It looks correct. Uh, I do think we get like a new, we get a new gun in the showcase. That was pointed out to me by someone that knows Halo. <laughs> Ask me which one, I don't know. Uh, Halo loves those shots where it's like, you're so, on the ground and it's just like, spaceship in the air. Over top of you hopping your warthog. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so does Star Wars. That drift. That drift, the grass looks good. I th- Yeah, so the thing about Halo Infinite is I think it had a good showing, even with things people are critical of. It flashes the map right there. Yeah, at this point they're like, look at our fucking map. And I just don't think anyone got that. <laughs> For some reason. For some reason it just didn't click with I like anyone. I like the way that they were able to move it so it became more like topographical rather mm-hmm. than just like a... Before they do that, the first, if they show that map for 15 seconds, the first 11 seconds aren't as impressive as the last four, for sure. Because once they go not just top down, put a little bit of depth in it or whatever. Yeah. A little dimension to it. Frag grenades, throwing grenades, Cartier. What else would you expect from the beginning of the Halo Xbox Halo showcase about Halo? Then some fucking laser grenades looking down the scope. So, I actually heard a leak about the end of this game. Whoa. That's a joke. No, Rumor League, man. He's joking. Rumor League. Okay. Spoiler coming up. What's going to happen? I don't think it's real. So, as as you think it might be Master Chief's last game, Mm -hmm. he's going to... uh, or like do the do the thing where he like takes his helmet off and like you don't get to see his face and everything. Right. You know, you see the helmet go down and then he'll drop it on the ground next to an envelope with a Smash logo on it. Nice. And it's like live forever in Smash. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. And then he tears it up. Cause he doesn't need an invitation. They know he's coming though. Yeah, I mean he doesn't need to keep that people. Uh <laughs> But yeah, Cartier, they did show a good amount of the shooting. They showed off some new guns. Uh, like I said, it's hard for me to know exactly, you know, it's like I don't know what to expect from a Halo trailer, but like what to complain about, you know. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I was like, yeah. This I haven't seen the sword yet. A good showing. I don't think you're ever going to, I do not think you're going to receive such a gift. Like the gravity hammer, you know. Gravity. I don't know if we see anything melee. We do no, see some. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll be decent. Sweet Halo shields, though. Oh, Cartier, after that, we did not see Psychonauts. It wasn't Psychonauts yet. Oh, wait, worth mentioning that we did get the reveal of uh, who the villain is going to be, which is seemingly. I forget what the name of this race is. Not, Brutes? Is he a brute? He's Thanos. Thanos. But he's seemingly a, a hungry end of his path colonel, ready to go out in a blaze of glory against the one and only Master Chief. If that's not what you took from it, please let us know. Limit me to gmail.com. Comments down below. 
like Thanos and Doomsday mixed together. Oh, definitely. I was gonna say it looks like you straight out Mass Effect, but I will say that that model for that guy right there, like, it's not super impressive. Yeah, that's a lot of people were saying stuff like that. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be a decent game. It's gonna be a Halo game. You know, Halo, Halo is a fun game. It's a good shooter. It's a it's a good one. I feel like people are going to be real fucking hypercritical about it because it's Halo. Right. Yeah, no, I could, I could definitely I could definitely see such things. Yeah. They went a little deeper after Cartier. It'll, it'll score well. I think it will. Is that all you care about? Next we saw a campfire. Uh, and this was actually Tell Me Why. Oh, no, it's not Tell Me Why. Tell Me Why I think it's next. But... Definitely Last of Us 2 vibes. It's like, oh, look, what what could it be? Oh, man, I wonder if it's wolves, is it zombies? It's State of Decay 3. So we had just gotten State of Decay 2 not that long ago. Not to a whole lot of fanfare. Pretty broken. D'Angelo bought it and played it, I believe. Uh, maybe just played it on Games Pass when we had an Xbox. State of Decay 3, looking better. Looking stronger. I could say if this is a visual representation of what is coming for State of Decay, then things are looking up. Cartier. Yeah, it looks good. Looks better than Halo. Uh, they also did the thing Days Gone did um, in this trailer, which is if you if you buy it, then you get the motorcycle. No, Days Gone left you with one crazy visual, and that's the barbed wire zombie bear. Do you remember that? He was like, Arr! "That's not what the bear said, but that was my bear impression." Yeah. Uh, so this trailer is pretty much a girl following a trail of blood with a sniper. Um, she's looking around. She's in the snow. Classic Last of Us. And then she finds a dead wolf. She's like, what? I thought I'd be hunting a wolf. And she looks up, and it's a half-zombified buck. And he's like... State of K3. Xbox Series X, Windows PC, coming to Game Pass. Uh, And that's why, Cartier, I just remembered. Everything in this presentation is coming to Game Pass. Nice. That's why. I, I think Infinite is confirmed. Um... So yeah, and then we got to see sweet Phil Spencer wearing a real tight Halo Infinite blue t-shirt, talking about everything he's picked up, all the money he's spent for Xbox and some great gaming <laughs> developers. Uh, happy to write those checks. He's like, good luck. Make us some games. Uh, <laughs> would you say that that's pretty much how the back and forth is? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. We got to look at the tower again. Inside the tower is parts, you know, I mean, that was important to see for us, <laughs> the viewer, yeah. and then they flashed another world premiere at us, Cartier. Uh, <laughs> when you see racing helmets, do you, do you feel, do you feel anything inside? Mm, I mean, I feel like, I feel like downloading it and not playing it. I feel like it will not release in 2020. Yeah. That's what I feel like. From Rare. Oh, we went too far. That was the last one. But that was Forza Motorsport. It pretty much gave us a little, really short trailer for Forza Motorsport. And then we saw, from Rare, the next thing that Rare is working on. The thing that isn't Sea of Thieves. Uh, and we opened up on some beautiful green petals. A single <laughs> drop of rain. A dew drop. Off of the rose into the lake, beautiful seagulls <laughs> flying in the 
mosaic-like sky. Is he the Aurora Borealis? Aurora Borealis. Some friends along a campfire. A big bison. Not a wind bison, but just a bison. Perhaps even a horse. That's a nice circle. This is Kana. It's not Kana. I actually forget what this is. Oh, look at that big boy. This big old woolly mammoth terrier. He reminds me of the um, walrus man from Saga. <laughs> yes. I think this is Kana, man. It's another great trailer for Kana. Looks different, though. Yeah, Kana didn't look like this, right? We'll see. Ooh, and a big old mudkip spurting a bunch of koi into a, <laughs> a pond <laughs> out of his mouth. A little giraffe in the arms. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Kena is made by uh, Ember. This is rare. I forget what the name of this one is. A visually enticing game. Criteria. We see a, a dying or living creature. That's not a very good description. A little giraffe boy. Yeah. Possibly dying. The spirits seem to be going within the giraffe boy. I do enjoy shells, cel-shaded things. Ooh, baby. Now the spirit has come to them. Everwild. Whoa. Coming to Game Pass. Coming. Everything's coming to Game Pass, Cartier. Nice. And yeah, I didn't even remember that. As we watched that trailer, I was like waiting to remember what this game was. And I'm like, did they say when that's coming out? No, that one did not have a date. No date for that one. And then we got uh, from Don't Nod, Tell Me Why. Um. Oh, yeah, and then this trailer is just like, oh man. It's just like, we both know, oh, you know. <laughs> it's like, we both know that mom tried to kill you, and that's why you killed her, and I forgive you for it, and we're brother and sister, and we're reconnecting. That's pretty much what it is, and it's very sappy, and I'm just, like, dodging these games at this point. I just can't, I didn't finish Life is Strange 2. Shit's too sappy for me at this moment in my life. I'm just not ready for it. I just don't want it. I might play the game. Yeah, tell me why. I mean, I... I'm not against it for sure. I like because like all not. these games are coming out for Game Pass. Like, mm-hmm. I might as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and then they said the newest Ori coming out, 60 frames per second on the Series X, gonna be the greatest thing of all time. I actually think I'm sorry. This is the first one on PC, perhaps. I don't know, but it's running at an incredible frame rate. I believe that's actually. The first one officially remastered for Series X. Oh, Cartier, did we say did we end on this one? The final game? Yeah. Oh, we can't end on this one. But it's an exciting one. Me and D'Angelo had the same reaction to this. When I see... You had just talked about this. Outer Outer Worlds. When you, when you tell me DLC with a whole new planet, I'm like, fucking in. The problem is, I would have been way more in like 10 months ago. It's like, oh, you come some slack for COVID and everything, and like, yes, and they do the Switch version or whatever, but I don't know, like, I'm very in, but I'm not, man, I thought I'd be more in, I would have been in if it was even whispered about earlier, uh, 
but still exciting. Still yeah. exciting. Um, I see myself getting this if I ever like go to fully play through the game again, honestly. Uh, but new weapons, new characters, new story, new planet. That's sweet. You know, that's good by me. Uh, a little bit of extra at the end. Definitely look like some new monsters. Some returning favorites. But yeah, the new planet of Gorgon. Perils on Gorgon, the new DLC from Outer Worlds. September 9th. Could you? Nice. You gonna pick it up? Like I said, probably eventually. This is what we can end on, Cartier. Oh. It, it was in. So we saw... I believe this trailer is actually officially announcing... <laughs> it's like, if you're looking for the biggest game of the summer... So, Buy Cyberpunk 2077. But if you're looking for the smallest game, Grounded. If you don't know Grounded, think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids survival team survival game, but made by Obsidian. Yeah. Uh, and this won't be what we name, what we end on Cartier, because we saw one more thing, and it's the perfect ending spot. Right after this, we saw one more thing that Obsidian was also working on. I don't know if you've heard about it. But grounded, it's pretty much you run around the yard. Classic, the first Honey I Chunk the Kids. Yeah, um, I, I do think I'm definitely gonna play this. Give it a try. Everyone's talking about the spiders. Apparently, the difficulty settings depends on or changes what the spiders look like. Uh, I'm interested in playing it too. Obviously, Xbox exclusive. It's a belt. Huh? A little Bell Toads teaser there. Welcome to Microsoft uh, <laughs> Obsidian. Now you can fuck with Bell Toads. A lot of archery. I wonder how the lobbies are gonna work. I wonder how the crafting is. That's another thing I was thinking, you know. Uh, we then went to Irvine, California, where Fergus Urquhart, studio head of Obsidian, was like, hey, check out Grounded. Check out, check out the Outer I forgot Outer Worlds. And check out the Outer Worlds DLC, September 9th, 2020. He's like, hey, listen, check out the other thing we just talked about, Grounded. Coming into the old beta, coming to Game Pass, right fucking now, right this second probably. That's probably what he says. And then he's like, "Hey, I bet you're wondering, Obsidian, what's the big RPG you're working on right now? Are you working on another? What's the next big RPG?" And he's like, "Check this the fuck out." And the world, world premiere, the like, world fucking premiere, Xbox Game Studio, because they all own. Like, have you fucking heard of us going to war with fucking Bethesda? <laughs> you know who can't make games? Fucking Bethesda. You know who's gonna make fucking Elder Scrolls? Obsidian, bitch. And they said the words Obsidian, bitch, are in the trailer, I think. Uh, we follow a flaming arrow, Cartier. Not to give away that they're doing Elder Scrolls. <laughs> but we, we follow a flaming arrow and like, what the fuck are you doing? Through a skeleton, down into the depths, the cavernous depths of an ancient civilization, Cartier. That one flaming arrow lands in front of us. We pull out a sword, and then our other hand works the magic. Welcome to dual wielding magic and weapons. And this is the tease of the big RPG that Obsidian is working on. I believe it's called Awoken. It's called Avowed. <laughs> no, Cartier, it's called Avowed. 
You said that. <laughs> I like I like what they're doing. Yeah. You know? Obsidian's going hard right now. Obsidian's just like, you know, like, we like making Fallout, so we're going to make new Fallout. <laughs> and then Obsidian's like, yeah. we really like Elder Scrolls, and they're like, we're coming out with Skyrim and the Xbox Series 1X. They did say it's kind of went off. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, kind of went off, kind of far off. Elder Scrolls 12. Uh, but yeah, no, that exciting cartier. Yeah. Uh, hard to go off of that. I believe the only thing we didn't get with the audio is there's like a dragon tease at the end, because of course there is. Yeah. But How do you think Todd Howard feels about that? Shook, threatened. He's like, ah, well, uh, Cloverfield. Oh no, what's that? I'm sorry, not Cloverfield. What's their space? Star, Starfield? Star. He's like, ah, well, st- well, we'll do Starfield. It's like, sir, in Outer Worlds, he's like, you can fly the ship in ours. You, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he feels threatened. Obsidian's doing good work. We can all get along, right? Neo 2 and Ghost of Tsushima come out the same year. They're doing different things. And no, neither of them have to be Sekiro. Yeah. You know? uh, ain't that a hoot? Ain't that a holler? Kurtier, <laughs> <laughs> we will... We can wrap up the rest of the Xbox uh, next time. There are some big things to talk about still. Okay. Um, they mostly start with an F and end with an Abel. Uh, maybe we can deep dive into Fable 1 and the next Fable. Uh, Final Fantasy Cable. Cool. There we go. <laughs> next time we come around. Uh, would you like to do the plugs? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, pretty much... Our whole central hub is at limitmedia.fireside.fm. There you can find uh, links to our YouTube, or if not, you can just type in Limit Media on the YouTube search bar, or you can go to youtube.com backslash limitmedia. You can see all the cool Where's Waldo videos that we're doing, all the Apex Lore videos that we're doing. Uh, we have a Facebook that we post on sometimes. Sometimes when uh, people we know are streaming, we'll do that. So if you want to watch people stream, there's that. Sometimes I stream Plug. on the YouTube. <laughs> um, we have a uh, Twitter, which also lets you know when we stream and when we upload videos. So give us a follow and you can uh, check that out. Um, other than that... Depending on what you're listening to us, you can pick your preferred streaming sites for podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're uh, if you're big on Spotify, but you're like, man, I've been going to your Fireside.fm site to listen to your podcast. Guess what, motherfucker? You can go to Spotify and listen to us. You can go on iTunes. You can go to the Google Play Store because they don't have a different name for it. You can go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Stitcher, Castro. If there's rating systems there, you can, you can rate us. Yeah. Give me a five. Be like, this guy's bold enough to call me a motherfucker. Woo. <laughs> but no. That being said, anything else? Um. No. No. Close it off the way right. you know how. To, the way you know how. However you want. Make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. <laughs>